Yes, family, what's happening? Welcome to the Get Inspired with Ramel Wade podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate your ears. Listen, for those of you that may tune in every now and then, you know that, you know, this is the the first recording of first episode that I've done in a little while. I believe my last one was back in May 2020. It's now towards the end of November 2020. I took a break from a whole host of things, social media, everything that I was doing just to, you know, get recentered and refocused and I'm back. We're here. Um, you know, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. I want to get straight into the point because I'm actually fired up to share what I have on my heart this evening. And, um, you know, it's something that I've really, I would say, really struggled with and that I've thought about. And it's just the whole idea of living a life and being in a stage in life where you're not where you thought you would be. I've had personal, personally, I've had thoughts where I'm like, you know what, I'm now 29 and I'm not where I thought I would be. My life isn't how I thought it would be at 29. I had certain goals I wanted to hit by 25, certain goals I wanted to hit by 30. Someone looking likely, someone looking not so likely. But in my head, being transparent with you, with you all, I feel like I've underachieved. I feel like I've not hit the goals or hit the milestones that I wanted to hit at this stage in my life. And I want to, you know, just break down my thought process behind this topic and how I've personally been dealing with this topic to get myself in the right place and have a, a real good understanding of how you can get yourself out of that funk and out of that negative mentality um, and disappointed stage in life and take you back to a place where you're more, you know, you're encouraged, you're, um, you're positive, you're um, optimistic rather than pessimistic because of, you know, what you have or haven't achieved thus far. See, I know that, you know, you may be listening, you may be a teenager, right? And you're like, you know what, I'm not getting the grades that I thought I would get. Or, you know, you're seeing other teenagers doing crazy things, entrepreneurs at 13 or 15, right? And you want to be that person. Or you may be, you know, in your in your 20s, right? And, you know, maybe you wanted to be a millionaire at 21 or 25 and you're not quite there or you're miles away. Or maybe you're a bit older and maybe you wanted to be married with children by a certain age and you're not quite there. Or you may be even older than that. You may have kids of yourself, right? Kids, you may have grown children. You may be, you know, in your 40s or, you know, you're, you're, middle, you're middle-aged and you really haven't achieved the things that you wanted to achieve. Life just hasn't panned out the way you thought it would pan out, the way you wanted it to pan out. And I've come in here today just to share with you guys and, you know, just to encourage you guys that, first of all, everything's going to be all right. And the second thing is, Maybe you need to shift your perspective. Maybe you need to think about the things that you wanted to do, the things that you wanted to achieve, and maybe you, maybe you set yourself up for failure at the very beginning. Allow me to explain. So let's kick off by thinking about you know the expectations that we set for ourselves. There's a few things that I may have mentioned already in regards to finances, or maybe your grades, or your career, or your family life, right? So, for example, me, I wanted to be a millionaire at 25 right now I've shifted that goal a little bit because I'm not quite there yet being transparent right maybe you wanted to be married with kids by 30 or maybe you wanted to be you know you wanted to have an established career by 26 or maybe even 23 or 24 just after or just after you've come out of university or maybe you wanted to be a homeowner by the age of 27 and you've got friends you've got family that have done exactly that they've been able to buy their house 
or buy their apartment and you're still renting and you're not happy about that. Or maybe you, you're an entrepreneur or you're an aspiring entrepreneur and you wanted your business to be, you know, making 100 grand a year in revenue or a million each year within the first couple of years of your business. And maybe things haven't panned out that way. And it's okay. It's fine. Because first of all, some of the goals that we set ourselves, I don't want to say it's unrealistic because I always believe that, you know, you should always reach for the stars. You should always have massive goals, massive dreams, right? But sometimes, you know, we're not being um, realistic with where we're starting at, right? You can't compare yourself with someone that started with, you know, um, say for example, you're an entrepreneur and you want to start a business and you're comparing yourself with someone that was given 100 grand by their, by their parents and you're starting with zero. You're starting with nothing and you're starting from scratch, right? And you're seeing that person's business completely blow up after the first two years and you're struggling after three years or you're struggling after five years. But what you don't know is how they got there. What you don't know of what is, is what they started with. Maybe they were given that investment by their friends or their family and you're starting with zero. So first of all, when we first get started and we're comparing ourselves to other people, that's the first place where we go wrong. I talk about this so often, about comparing ourselves to other people, about comparing our journeys with others, right? But here's the thing. When we say we want to be a millionaire at 25, when we say we want to be married with kids at 25, when we say we want to have an established career at 26 or 22, or we say we want to be a homeowner by 27, why do we have those goals? Why is it those figures? Why is it that once we hit 30 or 40 and we haven't yet got established career and we haven't yet achieved our goals, we haven't yet made a million pounds or a million dollars, wherever you're listening from, why is it those numbers that make us get discouraged? And I know the answer to that question. And here it is. It's because you're judging yourself. You're judging your journey and you're comparing your journey with those that you're seeing around you or those that you're seeing online. Because let's be real, right? In this day and age, we're having young people making a crazy amount of money from a young age. In this day and age, because of social media, you're seeing all of those people that are happily married with kids at the age of 27. Because of social media, right, and everyone's highlight reel, you're seeing the businesses that are making a million pounds or a million dollars every single year because of social media. Because now what we've got in front of us, right, is a medium where everyone is showing their highlight reel. It's a medium where everybody is showing the best bits of their life. And here's the thing. Nobody shows their losses. Nobody shows their bad days. Nobody shows the days when, when they're crying on their bedroom floor or they're crying themselves to sleep because they're depressed or because their business has gone under or because they've lost their, their family and under different circumstances or they're just flat out frustrated. No one shows those things on social media. No one shows those things online. So all we're seeing online are people that are so-called winning. And here's the thing, right? Even those that are winning have tons and tons of losing days. But no one shows their losing days. 
Everyone only shows their winning days. And because of that, we compare ourselves. Because of that, we're seeing the individuals that are winning in these areas that we want to win in and we're comparing our journey with theirs. Because they made a million at 25, we also want to make a million at 25. But what if your journey is a bit different? What if for the first, you know, 10 years of your business, all you make is, you know, is, you know, 80 to 90 grand a year. And by the way, there's plenty of people in this world that would love to make that kind of money. But because you're seeing someone that's made a million after the first two years of their business, you're despising your so-called small beginning. That is what I call the pain of comparison or the shame of comparison. We despise our small beginnings. We despise the very things that we've done and that we've achieved because we're comparing it with someone else that is doing apparently better. Guys, just because you're not where you just because you're not where you thought you would be or you believe that you ought to be, maybe it's where you should be. What if God has a completely different plan for your life? Hey, listen, you may not be a God fearing person, but I am. I can only share from my own experiences, but I know that, you know, I can't trust myself to have the plans for my life, right? I know that God's got crazy plans for my life. I know, he's got, I know he's got crazy plans for your life. And I leave it all up to him. Now, don't get me wrong. We have to put in so much work. We have to do these things. We have to continue, continuously seek him, right? To understand the plan that he's got for us because he's our creator, right? But what you must understand is that the journey that he's got for us is very different to the journey that he's got from your neighbours or for your friends or your family. So when we're getting these expectations and we're getting them from, you know, we're creating these goals based off of what everybody else is doing. We're creating these goals based off of the success that we're seeing on social media, the success that we're seeing from the people in our world. But like I said, no one shows their bad days. No one shows their losses. We don't know what they've had to do to get there. Right? And just because you've said that you want to hit a certain goal by 30, by 40, by 50, right? It doesn't mean you're going to hit it in that time. Some of my people might say, why, you know, isn't it good to set goals? Isn't it good to set a timeline for your goals? And yes, I believe that, you know, it's good to set a timeline for your goals because it's great for your mentality, but what you must understand, and get this, please understand this tonight. Whenever you listen, it could be the morning, I don't know. It's in the evening for me while I'm recording this, right? But please understand this. Please get this. Just because you've set a goal and you put a date on that goal, just because you don't hit that date, it does not mean that you're a failure. You have very little control over the exact date when you achieve that goal. I know people that have worked tirelessly I know people that have worked so hard to achieve something and it's taken them years because they had to go through a certain you know, path or a certain journey for them to become the person that they needed to become before they could hit that goal, before they could reach that goal. Everything's a process. Everything's a process. So yes, put a date on your goal. Put a date in your dreams, right? Because it's good to have dates where you got something to aim for, but... Please don't be discouraged when you don't hear it on that date. 
please. Because these timelines that people are giving us, these timelines that the culture or society has created for ourselves, it's actually um, something that is probably having more of a negative effect than a positive one. It's detrimental to your journey, detrimental to your success because just because you haven't hit a goal at a certain date or time, you start to think that you're not worthy. You start to think that you're failing when you've done all you can do to get there. And sometimes when you're in a season of ambiguity, right, what's happening in that season is that you're being developed. So right now, whatever season you're in in your life, maybe you're in a stage, you're doing everything you can. You've got these plans, you've got these massive goals, you've got these massive dreams, right? And you're wondering why you're not moving as fast as you would hoped. Maybe in this season of ambiguity, you're in a season that, you know, you're fighting your own demons. Maybe you're in a season where you're, um, you know, you're developing your character. Of course it's not pretty. Of course it's not nice. We don't want to be in the season like this. We want to move forward. We want to hit our goals. We want to take strides forward, right? But in that season of ambiguity, Sometimes in that season, you become the person that you need to become in order to, you know, keep the success that you attain when you finally get there. Because anything that is born prematurely, a baby that is birthed prematurely has a great chance of dying. We know this, right? That's why the baby has to be full term. That's why it has to be in the womb, ideally for nine months, so that it's fully healthy, so that it's as strong as possible. It's got all the nutrients it needs from the mother, right? And we know that when it's born prematurely, it's at greater risk. And it's the same thing when it comes to your goals. It's the same thing when it comes to your dreams. So you've got this timeline. You've put 25, you put 30 years old, or you've put 50 years old on this goal, this dream, and it just isn't the right time for you. That just isn't your story. Your story is your story. And yes, we write our own stories. Of course we do, right? But God has the final say. And God's thoughts and God's ways are higher than our ways. And it's important for us to just trust. We have to trust God. As long as we're doing all that we can do, we have to trust God that he knows what he's doing, right? Because I don't know about you, but for me, I would rather put the responsibility on the, on the one that created me rather than taking on the responsibility for myself, right? And here's the thing, moving on slightly, but back onto the social media thing, when you're constantly consuming what you're consuming on social media, when you're constantly comparing yourself, because here's, here's what we do and we don't even realise it, realize it. And this is why I had a few months break off of social media. As an individual, I realised that as I was scrolling through my feed, my feed, as I was tapping through every single story, I was comparing myself with the individuals around me without even realising. I'm not a jealous person. I'm not an envious person. But without even realising, I, I was comparing myself to the individuals that are not. In, they may not even be in the same field as me. But I'm seeing the success that they're having and I'm thinking, why am I not as successful as that person? Why have I not hit, hit that milestone yet? in what I'm doing. And that is a very, very dangerous place to be in. It's a very, very dangerous mental space to be in. Why? Because of the things that I've explained throughout this episode. 
we start comparing, we start getting discouraged when my journey is very different from that guy's journey. It's very different from that girl's journey. But because of me scrolling continuously and just seeing success after success after success, I'm seeing no losses. I'm just seeing success. Some people could say it's encouraging and yes, it is encouraging. But then it gets to a point when you're consuming too much of it, it becomes discouraging. Because you're comparing that person's highlight reel with your story. You're comparing that person's highlight reel with your behind the scenes. And that can't be healthy. It just can't. So maybe you need to take some time out, like I did. I needed to take some time out from social media. And when I took time out, I realised that I could actually live the rest of my life without social media. I could live the rest of my life without looking at what everybody else is doing on a day-to-day basis. I felt more energised. I felt um, more. I felt free. Right? I just felt like I didn't have the weight of the world on my shoulders. And here's the thing. I put this pressure on myself. Nobody's looking at me and thinking, what's Ramel doing? Why hasn't Ramel achieved this yet? It's all me. It's all in my head. But that's what social media was doing to me. And this is why we need to set boundaries. So if you don't want to take a break from social media, maybe you need to audit who you follow. Maybe you need to set, you know, um, a certain amount of time that you spend on social media. So I know, for example, on the iPhones, you have timers where you can set a certain amount of time you're allowed to spend on certain apps. And when you hit that certain time limit, it tells you, it warns you 15 minutes before or five minutes before, however long it is, and then it stops you from using the apps. Maybe you need to do that. It's amazing for your mental health. But do what you have to do if you find yourself in that mental space. All right? See, when it comes to your timelines, when it comes to your, your goals and your dreams and your plans, sometimes you may want to take the time to think about the fact that your plan B for your life may have very well been God's, God's plan A for your life. So while you're making all these plans and you know, you've got these things that you want to achieve and you think that the things that you have achieved or the things that do pop up by coincidence, right, are your plan B, Maybe that was the very thing that God had for you in the first place. Maybe that was God's plan A for your life. When you put it on the back burner, you had it down as a plan B, but maybe it was God's plan B, plan A. And are you okay with that? Are you okay with the fact that you may not be in full control? Are you okay with the fact, let me rephrase that. Are you okay with the fact that you're not in full control? You're just not, and sometimes once you get to that stage where you realize that you're not full in, control, in full control, you take so much pressure off of yourself. You take so much pressure off of your life, off of the things that you want to do, the things that you haven't been able to achieve, and the things that you've achieved. That it's not all down to you, because when you believe that it's all down to you, when you achieve something, that's how you get a ridiculously sized ego. And when you underachieve or you fail to achieve, that's how you become discouraged. Be okay with not being in full control and allowing God to be in control. And as I, I finish this episode, um, you know, 
sometimes it's important to take time out to recalibrate. And when I say recalibrate, I'm talking about becoming, you know, getting to a stage where you are able to recenter yourself. Recenter yourself with who you truly are, your authentic self, getting in touch with what you truly desire, getting in touch with your, your creator, understanding who you truly are. Audit those goals. Think about the goals that you've got written down right now. If you haven't written your goals down, that's something you definitely need to do. And have a look at those goals. Are those goals, are those goals, goals that you truly want? The things that you really truly want to achieve? Or have you written them down because those are the kind of goals and the dreams that society tells you that you should have? Get real with yourself. Get vulnerable with yourself. Get honest with yourself. Get honest with your timeline. Is it a problem if you don't achieve that goal in the next two or five years? Whatever it takes you 10 years, would it still be worth it? Would it still be sweet? Surely if, if, if it takes you 10 years rather than five and you're not sure if you'd continue, if you knew it was going to take you 15 years rather than taking you five years to achieve this goal, would you still do it? Would you still put the work in? If the answer is no, then maybe you need to think about what these goals are that you've got written down. Because maybe they don't mean as much to you as you thought they did. Right? Maybe you don't. And just audit your goals. Work out if it's what you truly want. And, you know, be prepared to wait to achieve these goals. Be, pre be prepared to go through the process that it takes for you to become the person you need to become in order to achieve that success. And last but not least, think about if God had something better for you. Imagine. Imagine if those goals and the dreams that you've got written down aren't the very things that you're going to be doing in a few years' time. What if they're not the things that you're going to actually achieve? Because God has something better for you. Would you have a problem with that? Surely not. But it's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to be annoyed. It's okay to have a moment or have moments of, you know, um, being discouraged. But don't stay there. Because the frustration is something that we all have to put up with. It's something that we've all experienced and we all will experience. But don't stay in your frustration. Because you have great things that are for you right around the corner because the best is yet to come guys thank you for listening don't forget to hit subscribe on the podcast don't forget to follow me on instagram at, at ramel wade i love you all thanks for listening and uh i'll see you or you know tune in next week for the next episode all right take care